It's Monday. <laughs> It it's is. Monday. It's the Monday goat scream, right? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest of all mornings. Uh, lovely, isn't it? Monday morning. Good morning, angels. Morning, Dave. So nice to have y'all hanging out here with us. Hope you had a good weekend and uh, was able to uh, grab a little bit of nice weather. Uh, it did seem to rain a little bit more than I thought was predicted. Really? I had yeah, it kind of clouded up a little bit several times, and uh, I don't know, just uh, where I was at. But Yeah, when I was riding my bike yesterday, I got a little little teeny, teeny bit of rain, but that's the only rain I had. Not too much. Yeah. Yeah, we got, uh, just came from uh, time to time. So, And that's sort of what we're looking at here towards the middle of the week. We're going to start out pretty decent, sunny and 86 today. And then we're looking at mostly sunny tomorrow, a 30% chance of some afternoon showers. Wednesday we'll pull in a 30% chance of afternoon showers. Thursday is actually when they're predicting to get the most um, uh, rain, so to speak, and most chance of rain. And the temperatures will be dropping into the 70s on Thursday and Friday, and then we'll right back up to a beautiful weekend, which is kind of nice. I mean, it's uh, Mother Nature saying, here, let's sprinkle a little uh, moisture on your uh, cute little bodies. And then we will uh, warm it back up for the weekend and get you uh, ready to roll with some of your uh, weekend activities again with the lows uh, or with the highs in the uh, low 80s. Right now it's 59 and clear downtown. Dave, <laughs> you sure do look pretty today. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was going to tell myself I look pretty today. You no, really you do. beat me too. You really do. No, babe. you, you, you're just, just incredible. So, oh my gosh, you're so full of it. <laughs> Monday morning, knee deep in BS on Monday morning. Six oh eight. What a great way to get things rolling, right? To find uh, the most politically incorrect song that you can play on the radio now. Which, uh, well, not the most. I'm sure there's other ones, but we love that one. Yes, we do. Statler Brothers getting us ready for Monday morning and the Monday morning secretary getting everything ready for us. Today, of course, commemorates the 22-year anniversary of the uh, 9-11. That's unbelievable. 22 years. It's Patriot Day, National Day of Remembrance in memory of the nearly 3,000 people killed in the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks. So, uh, <clears throat> man. They're going to read the names later. It's going to take four hours. Yeah, unbelievable, right? To read right? the names of those lost in the attack that day. But uh, it just is uh, unbelievable to me. Every time this uh, time of the year rolls around, it's just... Um, it's sobering. It's a. It's um, just a very somber, amazing, mind blowing to me. Um, the amount of of lives lost in those uh, attacks, both on the Pentagon and on the Twin Towers. And um, one of the things that I do regret is that I have never been to New York per se to go ahead and. Um, wander around, but we had to sort of narrow down every place that we were going to try to hit. And the one place we did not hit when we went was the uh, was that um, the commemoration where um, the twin towers were. And so, 
we'll have to catch that next time around. It's one of those uh, things that I understand. It's just amazing, though. Uh, the the feeling there, the uh, the history that you can uh, read up on, it's just uh, really a very... Have you had a chance to... I have not. I've not I know you went to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Um, Pearl Harbor, it's a bucket list item. 9-11. The Holocaust Museum is, for some reason, that one just, that one just seems so intense. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I have not seen the 9-11 Memorial. I would like to. Yeah. Uh, It is also National uh, Make Your Bed Day. You make your bed every morning. Are you one of those? Yeah. Oh man. Got to make your bed. What about how do you make your bed when somebody's in it? If there's like for me, you know, I I pull up your side. And that's make it. Your you side, just kind of front. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if okay, I make the bed every morning then. Okay. Cuz that's what I do. I just pull up my side. Then you're That's it. But I'm not count tucking you as in. I'm not tucking crap in. I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not doing stuff like that, but I'm throwing it up there. Uh, make your bed in the morning. They say that it sets the tone for the whole day. National Boss Employee Exchange Day. Um, in other words, do you think you could do a better job at being the boss than your boss does? <laughs> oh, no. Heaven Absolutely knows. not. Absolutely and, not. And for you bosses, how about that? Now, some people are bosses of a business because they've actually worked in the f- front line, so to speak, or in the trenches, and they've done it all. They've worked their way up through the company, or whatever it might be. They've become a supervisor, and maybe uh, you know, and maybe you're the boss now, and you know what it's like to be on the front lines. Some bosses have come into businesses where they have never really worked the front lines, and maybe they couldn't do it. Maybe you bosses, if you do the little exchange thing, you're thinking, wait a minute, I don't, I don't know if I can go do what you know these people do. You little uh, white trash people. Well, and you find it on the TV show. What's it called? Uh, it's, not, oh, uh, it's not boss uh, for a day uh, oh, or whatever. No, it's but called, it's called. Uh, uh, you find out that a lot of times the people at the top don't know what's going on. Yeah. Undercover boss. Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. Undercover boss. I know they did it with. Um, uh, the Miller Group here, uh, that was one of them. Oh, I would like to see that one. Yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, they did. They put, um, oh, my gosh, Greg. my memory suck. Greg. Yeah, Greg Miller. They put him under, <laughs> how you say it with this disgust. No, I was Greg. No, I was trying to guess. Was it Greg? Was no, it Gail? Yeah, no, that was, uh, that's, you're right on the money. It was Greg. And he went undercover and did the thing. It was really interesting to watch. It was fun. Anyway, um, make your bed and then exchange jobs with your boss today. <laughs> How's that? See if you can get that out of the way. Football season now in full swing. You know, football, it's that thing on TV between all of the uh, online sports betting commercials that you can get into. What a finish with the Utah game. Man. Holy crap. It Unbelievable. Two touchdown comeback against Baylor. Uh, man, it was really uh, fun and exciting. The Utes 2-0, the Cougars 2-0, starting off the season pretty good. Ah, there you got a little bit of Morgan Wallen for you on a Monday. Get you up and rolling. Everything I love. And a very good morning to you. Nice to have you along here. 
We still have a few little uh, sunny days ahead of us here. How many of us feel uncomfortable about putting on sunscreen? Do you feel uncomfortable? I don't feel it. I just, uh, and I know I do as I don't, uh, don't do as I do. Uh, I don't, I don't use it and I should. So you just go out and get burned or yeah. whatever, and then uh, you just uh, live with the consequences. Yeah. Do you? So, but but then you have to limit. No, I mean, obviously, you know, you can't go out by the pool for four hours on a hot, sunny, sunny summer day because uh, you'd be like a lobster. So you'd have to just at least limit your uh, time in the sun, or put some sunscreen on. Uh, very rarely, and that's probably one of the times I would. Because yeah. I know, I don't want to get fried, I don't want to get blistered. Now, for some reason, um, let's take a look at this, uh, and I know this is just kind of a weird subject, but do, I'm sure women, women I don't think mind at all putting sunscreen on other women's back. Men, on the other hand. Dudes don't like to put, like, you don't want to put a sunscreen on Bob's back. Mm-mm. Why? Because it's weird. To me. You're just putting to sunscreen me. on that. I know. I know, but it's weird to me. Now I'll spray it, but but doing the little rubby thing like uh, it's weird to me. I, I, that's just me again. Uh, y'all can y'all can live your own life or Are you whatever. Afraid of what might happen? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, unless they're well, it depends, I guess, on who you're rubbing sunscreen on if they are getting the wrong idea. But <clears throat> uh, it's just weird to me. They say that almost half would we'll call it forty two percent of men are uncomfortable putting sunscreen on another man's back. A recent poll asked the men and women if they'd be uncomfortable in a series of situations. One of them, of course, was that one, applying um, sunscreen uh, to the same gender, man-to-man, woman-to-woman. 42% of men, like Dave said, makes it feel uncomfortable. Technically, they didn't say they wouldn't do it. Just that they were uncomfortable doing it. Now, if somebody, I mean, if I had a good friend, you know what I mean? Like if I, uh, I mean, obviously with your own kids, you don't give a crap. Um, I don't. And, and and that's even adult kids. I mean, with adult kids, I would, what if, what, it doesn't the, bother me. You're at the pool with your friend Craig. Yeah. Uh, Craig says, Dave, would you put a little sunscreen <laughs> on my back? Uh, no? I, uh... You'd do it, wouldn't I you? would do it, but it's weird. I would probably make fun of it. I'd probably make jokes about it. Yeah, I don't know what I I mean, I guess I would do it. Um But uh, I would say Craig, why didn't you get the spray on kind? Because <laughs> really, is there I don't know how many of all y'all uh do this, but I I have not bought I don't think I've bought rub on sunscreen. For quite some time. Now, what about Keith Urban's back? Uh, all the way. I'll do it 100 per- <laughs> <laughs> All over those tattoos. No, no. It's, uh, yes, I, uh, you, but uh, do you use the rub-on kind? Even when you, when you do, do you use the rub-on kind? I mean, sometimes. Because there's so many ways that you can do the spray now. Yeah, the, they have all of those funky cans, and uh, it's really easy, and yeah. and it's mess. It's not as messy on your hands. You can just spray it. It's easier for kids. You just say, "Shut your eyes." Yeah, and they shut their eyes, and you spray their face, and it's way easier. Yeah, and their neck and their back, their and head. it's just really, and uh, so that maybe that's why I don't know. Anyway, only ten percent of women are bothered 
by doing it for their female friend. See, uh, and, and again, I don't know what the... And this is just me. Maybe I'm, I'm We're just, just helping a, a sister out. I know. We're just protecting a sister's skin. I know. And for us guys, are like, do it yourself. I don't care if you get cancer. I ain't touching mm-hmm. you. Yeah, put that... And besides, you got a big old whitehead on the back of your... <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> I'm on your I'm a, do you want me to get that at the same time? No. Uh. Uh, here are the results for some other same-gender situations. 42% of men, same amount, feel uncomfortable having to share a bed with a male friend. Yeah. Only 21% of women agree with a female friend. See? Half. So, half the amount. So you're up at the camping lodge. And there's uh, one queen bed or one double bed. Uh-oh, I'm, I'm sleeping on the no, couch. seriously? Yep. You know, it's because men sexualize everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's why. Do. That's what it yes. is. Yes. When oh, it's not, don't it's you, Don't you try to mask it. You know, you women, when you're rubbing that no. sunscreen on another woman's back. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there's nothing sexual about it unless uh, it's your partner it's, there's nothing sexual about it uh, you know uh, sunscreen leads to spooning <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so they they say that 44 percent of men are uncomfortable at a gay bar compared to 20 percent of women <laughs> i'd like to watch that just watch them sweat i, I <laughs> I would, I would, I, I'm telling you, and, and again, I'm just saying, y'all live your own lifestyle, but I would be, I would squirm. But why though? I don't know, because I know you're trying to get me to, to be gay. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just wondering why you're comfortable in who you are, and you're in a place that caters to gay people. But, Which is why I'm. I don't know why, why I would be there. Why would I be there? I mean, maybe we had an event there. Okay, say hypothetically speaking, we had an event there. I'll I'll do the I'll take the Comrex out in the cab of the truck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, okay. Now listen, listen, right. and I don't know what this is because I know there's a lot of people out there going. Will you make fun of the lesbians all the time? And you you go out and do lesbian weddings and see none of this makes sense. I know. Yeah. It, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to agree with it, but uh, it it doesn't. And I can you know my wife and I were just talking about this the other day where for some reason it's. It's not as weird when, uh, to me, again, to me, uh, when women kiss on the uh, on TV. Now, it's still kind of weird, but I'm just saying, when women kiss on TV. You kind of like men, that, but, don't but you? But when men, uh, it's not. That's what my wife said. She goes, ooh, don't you like that? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really oh, know if on, that Dave. really turns me on like oh, that. Oh, I think you it know does. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you this: I am less weird about it than I am with the two men. And I get, and again, I'm probably making enemies as we speak. So let's just move on. Forty-eight uh, percent uh, of men are uncomfortable crying in front of a male friend. Bob, I gotta tell you, Judy and I had a conversation last <laughs> night. <laughs> well, only eighteen percent of women are uncomfortable crying in front of another woman. Yeah, no, that man, they, you guys turn it into a cry fest, man. Hell y'all, yeah, we y'all do. Y'all are like very cathartic. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I just need a good cry. Yep. You know, can you imagine two guys sitting down? <laughs> And really, there's something wherever. wrong with that. I know, but but the guy wouldn't say, I just need a good cry, Jimmy. 
You know what I mean? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Well, all right. 45%. Look, this whole thing has just gone really weird. Let's just get through it. 45% of men are uncomfortable saying, I love you to a male relative compared to 17% of the women. 17% of men are uncomfortable hugging a male friend compared to 5% of women. See, that part I'm not, uh, I don't, uh, I can, I can hug people all day long. Males, females, whatever. It's just, it's the same to me. And I, I'm like, a hug is a hug. A hug is almost like a hello to me. Um, 4%, in fact, even to the point where I think people think it's creepy. Because there's sometimes I'll hug people on I, the first time I meet them. And they're like, well, what, where did that come from? And, 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 you know, 4% of men are uncomfortable just going to a restaurant with a male friend. 1% of women are uncomfortable. You and Craig at Sukasa. That's right. Yep. <laughs> now, the only situation where women are more uncomfortable than men in this uh, survey was being naked in a changing room. This reminds me of you and your gym stories with uh-huh. Mr. Spread Eagle. And you guys, you guys just walking around. Uh-huh. Mr. Spread Eagle. In well, the hot spread, tub. In the hot tub. This guy was just nothing. Oh. Yeah. I, I think I remember you talking yeah. about that. Oh. Um, the, but there is definitely a generation thing. Like, if the older the older generation they're not that's that's old school that's normal to them they're like we're all in a male uh, thing what's the big deal and and really what is the big deal and and See, they so, so you're they more get comfortable in, with they that get in, than nah, being with people fully clothed in a gay bar no I'm uh, yeah probably wow that's weird. <laughs> isn't that weird <laughs> that is weird Dave. yeah I know that's weird though but I'm especially. If you're not gay, then you know nothing's gonna. No, I yeah. gonna happen. Well, what are you that's the same of, thing. Dave? No, not just the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. If I were gay, I would probably be weird in the male uh, locker room. You know what I mean at the yeah. gym. Sixty-seven percent of women are uncomfortable, and I am uncomfortable being naked in front of other women. Okay. Well, only forty-nine percent of men are. Now, the men who are more likely to be bothered by the that uh, by that. Our younger adults, 18 to 24, most men, 50 and older, they don't give a crap. Which about is what being, you just said. Which is exactly it. Yeah. They Mr. Don't give Spread a crap Eagle in the hot tub. About being How naked. You doing? Yeah. And, you, and they. How you doing? <clears throat> oh, yeah. And you, they, they're, like, they're not even putting towels around themselves when they get out of the shower. They're just like, I'm walking back. You know? <laughs> too old to I don't want to know what that sound is. <laughs> <laughs> That's depends on how fast you walk. Uh, anyway, it's and then they're just like, yeah, I'm just whatever. It Where old enough not to care anymore? Yeah. And Maybe it is, it. and I, I really do. I think it's the way in the generation in which you're uh, raised up too. I think because you know we did not there, are, but now. Most of the time, I would say 90% of the time, people are drying off in their little shower cubicle at the gym and putting a towel around them before they even open the curtain to walk to their locker, you know. Um, so it's a it's a whole different well, world. aren't the older people the free love 60s group? Yeah. Somewhere in that area. And... Let's be honest. Uh, when you're older, there's there's not a whole lot to show off. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why does it shrink? Well, <laughs> <laughs> when the when the berries hang lower than the twig, 
then, <laughs> then you know you've reached that ripe old age. <laughs> All right, we're back. Time for the Pledge of Allegiance here. Uh, remembering 22 years ago uh, to this day, on this day, uh, almost to the hour here in a couple of hours. And uh, you have a chance to help us out with the pledge at uh, 385-292-1043. Give us a buzz, and uh, we'll answer those phones here in just a second. On September 11th, 2001, planes crashed into the upper floor of the World Trade Center. Our very freedom came under attack. Hey, we're trying to recoup. We lost all units here in this area. Today... We pause to remember a day that tested our country. Tower 2 has had a major explosion and what appears to be a complete collapse. There's no possible way to begin to describe it. Nearly 3,000 lives were lost in the deadliest attack on American soil in our history. This is a moment to pause and, and reflect, to heal, and to rededicate ourselves to the American spirit. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Of one nation indivisible. Morning, Z104. Hey, you got somebody to do the pledge today? It's all yours, buddy. What's your name? It's Rusty. Rusty? Yes. Thank you so much for calling in helping us out. Where were you? On... Uh, I actually happened to be uh, home that day. With, uh, I wasn't working, and I was up with the, the little one watching TV when it all went down. Oh, oh. wow. Deb? Uh, yeah, well, I was getting crazy. ready. Yeah, I was getting ready for work. I was making toast, getting ready for work. And uh, Penny, who used to work here, right. called me and said, do you have the TV on? And I said, no, because um, I just barely no. gotten up. Well, and food. you know. <laughs> yeah, so gotta, gotta i got to make my food before I do anything. <laughs> um, and I turned it on, and unbelievable. Yeah. Lee? Maybe she's not there. What about you, Dave? I'm here. Um... I was teaching a class at uh, Manti High School at the time, uh, and we actually happened to uh, have the TV on, and it was uh, uh, it was actually turned into a pretty good teaching moment. I mean, oh, for sure, you know, because there was uh, I was teaching, I believe at the time uh, it was the ESL class, the English as a Second Language. So it really was an eye-opener to people who have come over from another country. Uh, in this particular case, a lot of them from uh, Guanajuato, Mexico. And uh, ended up turning into a kind of a, a pretty good eye-opener, I think. Well, I mean, for a lot of us, but a teaching moment as well. Lee? I was in Portland, Oregon. Oh, wow. At the time, and I was in a hotel. And I... I got a wake up call from my parents. Yeah. They said, turn the TV on, yeah. turn the TV on. Quite so a deal. Was, I, your flight was, did you, did I, it affect yeah, your flight? Had, I had a, we ended up having to uh, rent a car and drive back home to Salt Lake. I remember it was, Utah State Fair was going on as it is today. Yes, yeah. And Lone Star was supposed to be at the fair and. Pretty sure they canceled that day because they couldn't they couldn't get here yeah. obviously yeah because of everything um, shut down did they did, did the travel I don't know I wasn't here at the time but they it was interesting because they when I watched the, when I watched the footage 
I think it was like with all of us. When that plane hit, I thought, oh, my gosh, why was that plane flying so low? You know what I mean? It, we all thought, oh, I thought it was like it was an accident. Yeah. You know, I just thought, oh, my gosh, why did that plane, uh, did something malfunction with the plane? And, you know, so we were all just thinking, oh, wow, you know, and then it wasn't until that second and third that you're like, oh, uh, you know, and then, of course, well, obviously. Even at first, you didn't, nobody knew it was that big, huge jetliner. Yeah. Because they made it sound like, oh, plane hit the, the right. Uh, you know, you're just thinking it's a little. Y- yes. You know. Yes, it's something that malfunctions. plane. Right. Crazy stuff. Rusty, we appreciate you calling yeah, in and uh, helping us out with the pledge. Thanks so much for hanging with us and uh, and being here. Go ahead. It's all yours, bud. Yeah, for sure. I just want to let you guys know. Uh, so I am I live down here in Santa Quinn, and I uh, just went to, this morning and helped us help place 343 flags out in front of our fire station uh, as a member of our department down there, just a, a small token of our uh, appreciation for all those lives that were lost and uh, Oh. Shout out to all the first responders and military uh, for all of our freedoms and everything that we have. So, oh, and, oh that's amen. incredible! Thank you, thank you, unbelievable. And yes, it, uh, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of that happen all over the place uh, today. But thank you for sharing that. Remember that, how we loved each other that day? Yeah. Remember how everybody loved yeah. each other? Yeah. Everybody got along and everybody was united. And... Yeah, it really was. It's a good. That's a good point. I do remember, yep. and and you think it it immediately put a whole different perspective on life, right? You know, absolutely unbelievable. All right, it's all yours. Okay, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Were you in the yard with your wife and children or working on some stage in L.A.? Did you stand there in shock at the sight of that black smoke rising against that blue sky? Did you shout out in anger and fear for your down and cry Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones pray for the ones who don't know Did you rejoice for the people who walked from the rubble and sobbed for the ones left below Did you burst out with pride for the red, white and blue and the heroes who died just doing what they do Did you look up to heaven for some kind of answer And look at yourself and what really matters I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man I watch CNN but I'm not sure I can tell you The difference in Iraq and Iran But I know Jesus and I talk to God And I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love Where were you when the world stopped turning On that September day? 
teaching a class full of innocent children We're driving down some cold interstate Did you feel guilty cause you're a survivor? In a crowded room did you feel alone? Did you call up your mother and tell her you loved her? Did you dust off that Bible at home? Did you open your eyes and hope it never happened? Close your eyes and not go to sleep. Did you notice the sunset the first time in ages? And speak to some stranger on the street. Did you lay down at night and think of tomorrow? Go out and buy you a gun. Did you turn off that violent old movie you're watching? Turn on I Love Lucy reruns Did you go to a church and hold hands with some strangers Stand in line and give your own blood Did you just stay home and cling tight to your family Thank God you had somebody to love I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in Iraq and Iran. But I know Jesus and I talk to God, and I remember this from when I was young. Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us, and the greatest is love. I'm just a singer of simple songs, I'm not a Real political man I watch CNN But I'm not sure I can tell you The difference in Iraq and Iran But I know Jesus and I talk to God And I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love Greatest is love, and the greatest is love. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? It makes me feel really warmed inside, and so it can't help but make me feel very proud that something like that is to help people through that hard time in the beginning and it still has a lasting effect outside of uh, where it all started alan jackson and an amazingly inspired song called where were you um we've heard the story of todd beamer who was on united flight 93 over pennsylvania uh he called an operator uh he said this is an emergency i'm a passenger on united flight to san francisco we have a situation our plane's been hijacked. Can you understand me? The operator said, I understand. Can the hijacker see you talking on the phone? Todd said, no. Uh, Lisa, the operator, said, can you tell me how many hijackers are on the plane? Todd said, three that we know of. Can you see any weapons? What kind of weapons do they have? They don't have guns. They have knives. They took over the plane with knives. Operator said, you mean like steak knives? He said, no, these are razor knives like box cutters. Can you tell what country these people are from? No, I don't know, but they sound like they're speaking in a language from the Mideast. 
Had they said what they want? Someone announced from the cockpit there was a bomb on board. He said he was the captain and to stay in our seats and stay quiet. Stay quiet. He said they were meeting these men's demands and returning to the airport. It was broken English. Uh, please give me your name, sir. My name is Todd Beamer. Todd, my name is Lisa. Do you know your flight number? It's United Flight 93. Now, Todd, can you try to tell me exactly what happened? Two of the hijackers were sitting in first class near the cockpit. A third one was sitting near the back of the coach section. Um, the two got up in the cockpit somehow. They were shouting. The third hijacker said he had a bomb. So do the do- is the door to the cockpit open? No, the hijackers have shut it. Has anyone been injured? Todd, yes. They killed one passenger sitting in first class. There's been lots of shouting. We don't know if the pilots are dead or alive. A flight attendant told me the pilot and co-pilot had been forced from the cockpit and have been wounded. The third hijacker is in the back of the plane. Todd, are you okay? Tell me what's happening. Uh, We're going down. I think we're going to crash. We're leveling off. I think we might be turning around. Todd, what's going on with the other passengers? Everyone's really scared. A few passengers with cell phones have made calls to relatives. Uh, a guy, Jeremy, was just talking to his wife before the hijacking started. She told him hi- he she told him that hijackers had crashed two planes at the World Trade Center. Lisa, is that true? I have to tell you the truth. It's very bad. The World Trade Center is gone. Both of the towers have been destroyed. A third plane was taken over by terrorists. It crashed into the Pentagon. Uh, Lisa, will you do something for me? Operator said, I will if I can. I want you to call my wife and my kids for me and tell them what's happened. I promise I'll call. Our home number is 201-353-1073. By the way, you have the same name as our as my wife. We've been married 10 years. She's oh. pregnant with our third child. Oh. Tell her I love her. I'll always love her. We have two boys. David, he's three, and Andrew, he's one. Oh. Tell them their dad loves them, and he's so proud of them. Our babies do January 12th. Uh, it's great. We still don't know if it's a girl or boy. The operator was unable to speak. Then she said, I'll tell them, I promise, Todd. (sighs) I'm going back to the group. If I can get back to you, I will. The operator said, please leave this line open. And then Lisa called the FBI. Oh, my gosh. And as we know, the plane went down, obviously. Yeah. Wow. Just heart-wrenching. Um. Technology allowing us to, uh, those dispatchers. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, she's asking all of the right questions, you now know? That, now that's a hero. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. Yep. Wow. <clears throat> We're just about seven o'clock here. We're going to combine traffic reports, I think. And so we'll uh, <clears throat> see. How- <clears throat> Thanks for reading that, Deb. That was very nice of you. Rusty, thank you so much for calling in, helping us out with a pledge for what you did uh, getting up early this morning and placing flags in uh, remembrance of uh, those who um, lost their lives on that day. Those very strong and brave first responders, firefighters. There's even people over the last 20 years that have lost their lives from health conditions uh, Nearly 200 people, I understand. Over 100 people um, of related issues from whether it was whatever they breathed in that day from firefighters and other people. So just uh, it is a kind of a lingering effect. And we appreciate uh, all that y'all do. And that is giving us a, a moment to reflect and a, 
obviously a day to remember. Remember when we used to love each other? Yeah. You know? Yep. It's kind of weird. Um, what life does to us. <clears throat> Rolling through town in 15 months from now. Zach Bryan, I remember everything featuring Casey Muff- Musgraves. Of course, new details came over the weekend uh, about Zach Bryan's arrest on Thursday. Uh, interfered with a traffic stop uh, with Oklahoma's Highway Patrol when his security guard was uh, pulled over for speeding. Zach pulled over to wait for his security uh, for his security guard, uh, but got impatient and went over to the trooper asking uh, what was taking so long. He refused orders to get back into his truck and said. I'll uh, go to jail. Let's do it. This is the second time this happened to me in three days, actually. Because cops have just been, like, way too brutal on me. Can you please take these handcuffs off me, sir? I will. If you let me finish up this traffic stop. I don't. There's no need for me to be handcuffs, actually. Yeah, you're un- right now, uh, there is, because you're interfering with my traffic stop. Sir. And you wouldn't let me finish. This is why people do not like police officers. I was just an idiot, and I'll take the fall for it. I'm a grown man, and I shouldn't have behaved like that, and it won't happen again. Thanks for defending me online and stuff. I don't really need it. I just shouldn't have did what I did. Before the dash cam footage was released, he put out an apology uh, video for his behavior. Anyway, Zach uh, said, my decisions did not affect who I was as a person, uh, and I just want to make that clear. I should have been smarter about it. I'm a grown man, like you heard right there, that he went on to say. The officer also said that Zach's dad told him he'd be uh, getting the governor of Oklahoma involved. (laughs) Zach spent a few hours in jail, was released on a $1,000 bond. In related news, Zach's mugshot is being used by Spotify for their Outlaw Country playlist. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Zach's girlfriend also poked fun of the incident, posted a video of herself lip-syncing to Britney Spears' criminal. So they're trying to have a little bit of fun with it. uh, Yep. Right there, so... All right, we're back. Lainey Wilson uh, did a show at Billy Bob's uh, Texas in uh, Fort Worth. Um, They hit a little bit of a snag Friday night when lightning struck some of the venue's sound equipment. I don't mean to chuckle, uh, but it caused an outage. So uh, Lainey went ahead and performed through a megaphone, (laughs) being being held up by a crew member. Uh, Here she is singing uh, When You Say Nothing At All. Of course, that uh, cover of Keith Whitley. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. You got to do it. It's Lainey Wilson and Watermelon Moonshine. Lainey Wilson, Watermelon Moonshine, describing uh, the uh, way it uh, tastes about the same way that Deb does. A cup of burn (laughs) with a little bit of lime. Yes. And uh, uh, Deb has described uh, that as well, where she says that it feels like sometimes it Tastes oh like gosh, you're drinking like, gasoline or something. Like kerosene. Yeah. Not Aww. that you've ever drinking kerosene, but you can imagine yes. the uh the burn there right there. Yep. Um now there I guess uh there is a competition that's going on to find the laziest person. Uh you the and and listen to this. The uh it's a village of uh Brenza. 
Bresna. Everybody instantly thought, oh, it's my kids. Right? Yeah. No, believe it or not, it's not. The village of Bresna in northern uh, Montenegro, uh, which is a uh, southeast Europe, holds a bizarre annual contest where competitors hope to earn the coveted title of laziest citizen. Now, the winner wins, uh, they say, about a 1000 bucks. They've been doing this for 12 years. It started as a way to mock a myth that Montenegrins are lazy people. <laughs> uh, this year, there are seven remaining contestants who've been lying down on mats for more than 20 straight days and counting. They've already smashed last year's record of 117 hours. They can play on their phones and laptops. They can eat, drink, and read. Basically, they have everything they need to do. Nothing. <laughs> could you? Could you? Uh, you could do that. I, I. For some reason, I see that you I actually could maybe could do, do that. that. Now they're not allowed to sit or stand up. They do get ten-minute bathroom breaks, but only every eight hours. And last we heard, they'd made it through twenty-three days with no end in sight. Now it's unclear if a winner's been named in the last couple of days. Uh, those lazy reporters in Montenegro haven't reported in yet if there's a winner or not. Wow. Laziest person in Montenegro. I'm going to kick my feet up and stare at the fan. Turn the TV on, throw my hand in my pants. Nobody's going to tell me. That reminds me of you every time. My favorite line. <laughs> Not going to do anything. And I got my hand in my pants. <laughs> Because, you know, it's hard to hold up that hand. Right? you got to tuck it in your pants so yeah. the weight is, is taken off of your arm. Yeah. All right. Um, I, this lady uh, could not figure out why everybody was pulling over in front of her. I had no idea that this kind of a thing even was a thing on cars. But no, listen to this. This is Salt Lake City. It's right people. here. It actually made made news. Uh, she was driving around in a black Dodge Charger uh, that she recently bought used, apparently. And people in front of her kept pulling over and letting her pass. She had no idea why until she saw a photo released by the Salt Lake City Police Department last Wednesday. And then here's what they had to say about it. Uh, I believe he is the spokesperson, if I'm not mistaken, um, for the uh, Salt Lake City Police Department. Just the way the vehicle appeared, it looked suspicious to this individual. So they took a photo of the car and they called 911 to report the suspicious circumstance. Now, it turns out this car she was driving that she'd bought used had been modified, so the fog lights could flash any color you wanted. Whoever owned the car before <laughs> her had them set to red and blue. Oh, my gosh. So it looked like an unmarked cop car. So when she's approaching from behind, get out of the way. Come on. Uh, she could have faced charges for impersonating an officer, but she turned herself in. Cops determined it was really an innocent mistake, and she's already had the lights removed. And the voice you heard there was from the Salt Lake City Police Department Public Information Officer, uh, Brent Weisberg. <laughs> that would be kind of that would be kind of cool. Why is everybody are, moving out of the way? Oh, I know. Here I come. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. 
Uh, I would think, of course, it was innocent on her part, but I don't know why anybody would set your fog lights to that anyway, because that would, I'm, I would imagine I, you'd probably get a ticket that's for it. probably you know? why, because yeah, you know? they, a they, little power trip. Wow. I'm going to put my fog lights red and blue. Get everybody out of my way. And can you imagine the person that sold that car to that lady going, hey, let's not change the uh, colors of those fog lights. Let's have just a little see. fun with this sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Right now it's time to give us a call at 801. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Boy, old habits. 385-292-1043 is our number. So call us. Uh, we want to give you four tickets to Disneyland. Yeah, cool. However, don't just call us and go, hey, I want to win. You do have to have the five words from yesterday, from Friday, um, which is our Disney phrase that pays. If you don't, that's okay. Don't you worry your pretty little head. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll start new words today at 8. Same thing, 8, 10, 2, 4, and 6. We'll give you five words today, and you can call tomorrow morning and play the same thing. But right now, if you got the Disney phrase that pays from Friday, give us a call and win. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> Morning, the Z, your caller. Why missed it by that much? Try, oh. try again. Morning, the Z. That makes you caller Z. Who is this? This is Amanda Baldwin. Amanda Baldwin, your caller Z. You're halfway there. You got to tell us the Disney phrase that pays from Friday. It is feast on spooky Disney treats. Yes. You got it. Winner. Happiest place on earth. Woo! That's where you're going. You just want a family four-pack, two-day, one-park-per-day Disneyland Resort tickets. You also qualify for the grand prize of a Disneyland Resort vacation, which includes a two-night stay at a Disneyland Resort hotel, plus four three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. you got to listen to win a week from today at 9 a.m., okay? Will do. Oh, baby. Favorite thing about Disneyland? You guys. <laughs> when <did you> <laughs> wow, that's a good answer. Man, that is. I like that. Wow, wow. To, for us to trump Disneyland? Heck yeah. No, though we are super excited for you. Who gives away the most fun on the planet? Dave and Deb with Z104. Let's dig her, Dave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where you at. All right, you got to think about your kids, where they're at at all times. A woman was arrested for leaving her kids in a hot car. And uh, interestingly enough, she makes the comment and says, hey, um, she asked the cops to crank the uh, AC in the cruiser. <laughs> uh, there are just, uh, here's your sign, right? Yeah. A 30-year-old woman in Florida went to Walmart last Wednesday, was arrested after someone reported she'd left two young kids in a locked car on a hot 91-degree day for at least 20 minutes. Car wasn't running, so the A.C. wasn't on. The windows were not rolled down. The car was parked on the asphalt in the sun. The kids are reportedly six and three years old, and they were baking. Unstupidly believable. I cannot believe I how I this happens. I don't get it. The, I don't understand the mentality of, of some, and I don't even know if I can call them parents when they do this. Uh, the kids were checked out at the hospital. Their condition is unknown. It seems they were taken there as a precaution. But again, here's a little part of it. This is the crazy part. The cops put the woman in the back of their uh, police cruiser, 
And not only did she not show any concern for her kids, she also demanded that the crank, the, the a cop crank up the AC in the cruiser. Because hey, she was hot. Yeah, it's a little warm back here. <laughs> she was hot. There, is there a chance that you could uh, turn the AC on? <laughs> oh, my on? gosh. Unbelievable. <sighs> you know, I know, I could, that's why I could never be a cop. Because I would go, hey, uh, hang on a second. Let me just let this uh, cop car sit here with no AC on. For the next be like, X nope, amount of minutes. We're going to do what you just did. We're going to sit here for a half an hour yeah. and do what you just did to your kids. Right. And then and let's you know see, that wouldn't fly. See You'd how, lose no, your job. Yeah. Yeah. She can do that. But, you know, anyway, that's, uh, thank goodness there are great people in those uh, positions uh, that wouldn't, uh, that's, that's not me. Because <laughs> I, I would not last a they day. Have far more patience. <laughs> Than David Gunderson. The, I, I could not. In his car and sweat. Oh my gosh! And not even that. Not even that. I don't think I could hold my tongue either. Hot I'd now? Be, Are you hot now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about now? Uh, Thirty minutes? We're gonna go forty-five. Yeah, come on! Now what? <laughs> No, just in any situation, the police officers are involved. I don't think I could hold my tongue. Even outside of this particular circumstance, I'm like, they have a lot of patience. They, you know, I they, would probably... They take a lot of crap. Yeah. And they would go, uh, Dave, uh, we reviewed your body uh, cam footage um, from the first day on the force. Uh, we're going to have to let you You're go. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to cut it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, kudos to our uh, people in the blue. We back you all the way. Hardy truck bed. I don't know if uh, you know. You remember this is a day to reflect a little bit. Uh, Twenty-two years ago today, if you remember where you were when you woke up on the morning of uh, September eleventh, two thousand one. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world. And no one will keep that light from shining. And tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after that, and in days and years to come, we will look at the calendar and remember September 11th, 2001. A day that everyone will remember where they were when they heard the news. Just uh, unbelievable, and the uh, unity and the uh, a country united. Um, and as Deb was mentioning a little bit earlier, uh, about an hour or so ago, when we did a little tribute as well, uh, you know, the love that existed, the politics that did not. You know, it was just all about. Yeah, there were no politics on that plane <laughs> that went down in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, it was just we're going to save some lives, and this is a sacrifice we're going to have to make. And yeah, yeah. Uh, school time. I know that some of the kids are uh, either on their way to school or already in school. A few tips here. This is a little bit interesting. If you think about twenty-two years, I mean, we're talking about someone who has been born and even raised to adulthood at this point. Yeah, Todd Beamer had those three children. Yeah, and they're now now all even the. Even the daughter that was unborn is now 22. Yes. And her the boys would be 23 and 25, I think, or 20, yeah, 25, I think. So all of his children are grown. And I think about the what you read with the dispatcher as well, uh, that he was 
You know, at least that family has something to hold on to, you know, as far as his voice. Yes. A message from him yes. as to what he was what was happening with yeah. him. Some of the uh, things that we have a difficult time with, especially with something that happened historically, you have kids now or if you do have kids and or grandkids and you're like, "Man, uh, what what are the how, how do you describe or what are some ways that you can talk to your kids about 9/11?" Six tips for talking to kids about 9/11. Gauge how much they already know. Uh, your first question should be, what do you know about 9-11? Uh, they may have learned stuff in school or could even have bad information they got from somewhere else, so address that first. And then, of course, be mindful of their age. If they're young, uh, keep it simple. Uh, don't get too detailed. Teens can handle more and might have specific questions like what it was like to uh, living through it, so be prepared for that. Use a lesson plan. The 9-11 Memorial has them broken down for different age groups. You can download them for free at 911memorial.org encourage them to talk to other people who remember that day especially if you don't remember much parents in their 30s were still kids back then uh, even just telling them where you were or how it felt can be valuable but feel free to lean on an aunt uncle or grandparent as well and then read and watch stories from survivors or people who have lost loved ones uh, that's more um uh, for older kids, but understanding the emotions of 9-11 can be just as important as knowing some facts. Sometimes it's hard, you know, for kids to understand how big of an event it was and how many lives it touched. And maybe as a family, plan a trip to a 9-11 memorial. No matter where you are, you're not far from one. There are over 1,000 memorials across the U.S. Uh, right now. And I know that uh, some of us remember these um, actual, these are actual answering mas- machine messages from some of those who um, passed away and died in the towers. I love you. I'm in the World Trade Center. The building was hit by something. I, I don't know if I'm going to get out, but I love you very much. Uh, I, I hope I'll see you later. Bye. So a day for us to remember and uh, help be able to educate our kids as well. Um, there are memorials uh, in Sandy, Holiday, Provo, Kearns, uh, Murray Park, and the Botanical Center up in Kaysville. Rusty was one who did our Pledge of Allegiance this morning, mentioned that he was in uh, uh, Syracuse, was it? No, not Syracuse, uh, Santaquin. Yes. I, I, they believe he yep. called from Santaquin and or said that he went over and they put some flags up, uh, 300 plus flags on the uh, lawn of the fire department there as well. Sandy, Utah has their 9-11 memory field again up until tomorrow with all the flags, uh, the healing field. All right, well, let's make it through, right? And let's uh, try to, uh, as we can, try to uh, show a little bit of love and kindness towards one another uh, in this uh, crazy, stupid world. (laughs) I mean, I don't mean to bring it up, but it really is kind of crazy, but... Well, uh, turning towards uh, happiness and the happiest place on earth, 
Uh, it is time now to give out the keyword or the uh, first uh, keyword in the Disney phrase that pays. The word is. Create is the 8 a.m. word. We'll give you another word at 10, 2, 4, and 6. Create is the 8 a.m. word tomorrow morning when you've collected all the words into a phrase. 7.30, Caller Z is going to win a four-pack of tickets uh, for the Disneyland Resort. 8, 10, 2, 4, and 6. Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. All right, I got a couple of uh, shout-outs myself here from uh, Mountain Valley RV there in uh, Heber City. Uh, ran into uh, Ron and Wendy. They are uh, uh, from here in Utah, but they listen to the radio station, and they're uh, happy campers up there at Mountain Valley RV. Uh, and uh, appreciate and their friends. They introduced us to their friends from back east. A shout out to all y'all. Uh, shout out also had a baptism over the weekend. Uh, shout out to Gage Gunderson and of course all of his family, uh, Tony, Kristen, and uh, um, and as, as far as Gemma and Grady goes as well. But uh, it's great to be eight. And that's uh, down also in the Payson area. Justin Hepworth. A shout out to you, Jody Hancock. A shout-out to all y'all for listening to the radio station. Uh, Stephanie and daughter uh, Camille. I don't know where I was at. on. What did I do over the weekend? I have no idea what you did. <laughs> what did I do? Oh, I also did. Uh, sorry. I don't know. I think I also did a remote. Yeah, I did a remote on Friday. That's where it was. So all right. Stephanie and daughter Camille. Uh, shout-out to you, Marty and Probably Sean. Probably bought three cars and you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, Marty and Sean, uh, Leon from uh, uh, Security. Uh, where were, why Why do I have, maybe I'm reading off some of these things. I don't know, were things. you at the U game? Uh, no, I, I didn't. wasn't able to go to that. I of, have no idea where you were, David. Anyway, so, uh, anyway, so we uh, shout out to you guys. We appreciate it. And then um, uh, we also, uh, I have one more, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go. Well, no, I okay. got to find it. All right. Uh, happy birthday to my buddy Drake Morgan. I think he's fifteen. Uh, yesterday, Drake. I hope you had a great birthday, and you get your learner's permit soon. Call her on the cell phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> happy birthday to my best friend Cassidy Tucker. Love you from Monique Shaver, Brian Holmes. Shout out to the men and women who directly or indirectly were affected by the actions of nine eleven. The ones who lost their lives, uh, who laced up their boots to go fight. Uh, can I please do a shout out to my beautiful daughter, Jessica Jean Fowler? Thanks for an amazing summer. I'll always cherish these memories of you and grandkids, Belle and Case. I love you, Mom and Dakota. Thanks, uh, your fan, Carol, from Southern Alberta, Canada. Uh, I'm not sure if you've done shout outs. Uh, oh, that was from last week. Sorry, we're good. Amber Gailey was my other shout out, too. Um, she ended up, uh, getting into a, a brand new 2023 Taos, Volkswagen Taos over there. Got the Dave deal. Uh, Matt Hansen hooked her up with that, uh, and she was super happy. She listens to the radio station, so thank you so much, and we're happy that you got into that new little vehicle, too. Happy birthday to Shira Christine, Brandon Thompson, Kent Hansen, Nick Berry, and anybody else that's having a birthday today. Happy, happy birthday. You've, You've had, had a birthday, birthday shout Listener, dear. Come on, Dave. I know. Take two. Ready? <laughs> Ready. <laughs> <laughs> you had a birthday, listener, dear. Happy days will come to you all year. If I had a wish that it would be. Happy, happy birthday from the Z. Everybody all together now. 
Luke Bryan, but I got a beer in my hand. And now it's time for five random, random, random facts. Reason your nose runs when you cry is because your tears drain into the uh, nasal crimal nasal crimal ducts, which run down each side of your nose. Uh, there, they mix with nasal mucus or snot, <laughs> while the rest flows onto your face. So you're not making more mucus when you cry. Uh, it's just tears overflow. That's huh. all it is. How about that? Yeah, I had a little tears overflow earlier. Yes. Yeah. Uh, random Monday facts. Maryland state motto is an Italian phrase. Fati mashi parole femine. Which translate to manly deeds, womanly words. Oh, it sounded like fatty. <laughs> fatty man. <laughs> and a... And a woman on parole. Jean-Claude Van Damme's first credited movie role was a gay karate man in a movie called Monaco Forever in 1984. Yeah, I play the gay karate man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh didn't start painting until he was 27, died when he was 37. During those 10 years, he finished about 860 paintings or an average of one painting every four days. Only one of them sold while he was alive. So he probably died thinking it was a failure. Yeah. No wonder he was so depressed. Man, and I now... I 860 paintings and I can't sell a damn thing. Yeah, it's like with... It's, it's, it's like, like our show. <laughs> <laughs> We've done 870 <laughs> shows and we don't have any contact uh, c- content for uh, Best Of. No. <laughs> How come you guys don't do a Best Of? Well, we don't have enough. Lancaster, Pennsylvania was the capital of the U.S. for exactly one day. September 27th, 1777, Philadelphia was the capital before that, but the uh, British had just captured it, uh, so it, uh, you know, so it moved there. And then to New York, uh, and then Pennsylvania for about nine months. Okay. So there you go. Those are some weird Five facts. Five little random facts. We were talking about being lazy earlier, and how, uh, what are some of the other uh, there was what was the record that you read? Uh, it was something like twenty eight days. They're they're trying to go the lazy. You can't even sit up to be that lazy. <laughs> can you imagine the bed sores you would get? I would imagine. You know. I mean, I'm sure you can move around and roll over. What about going to the bathroom? You get an eight hour every eight hours. You get a bathroom break. Okay, and then you can be the uh, officially be the laziest person on the planet. Uh, some of the offensive, uh, uh, less offensive things that you can call a lazy person, a stoner. Uh, an indoorsman, not so much an outdoorsman, beanbag aficionado, okay. snooze enthusiast, slack addict. I like these. Yeah. A nap junkie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bed hermit and a sofa rat. So in case you don't want to use those. some of those other, uh, you know, if you don't want to use lazy, just say you're a beanbag aficionado and it makes it sound so much better. Now that we're kind of on a roll for random facts, let's turn to Morgan Freeman for his. Number five. Rhino dung emits a surprisingly pleasant odor. Number four. You can get dog hair or furniture using gentle persuasion. Number three. The best way to treat a flesh wound is rubbing it with pepper. So remember, only get stabbed at a restaurant, preferably a fancy one with a pepper grinder. Ain't nobody saving your at Denny's. I can tell you that much. Number two. Seconds after the MGM lion roared for cameras, he slaughtered the entire film crew. 
And number one, Patty LaBelle loves tacos. <laughs> oh my God. There you go. We've learned a lot this Who morning, doesn't? haven't we? Right? Yeah. Uh, National Make Your Bed Day. Make sure you do that before you head out the house in case it's uh, not too late. And we also have our Dump It or Dig It coming up next after the break. Brought to you by Baku Bikes. Hey, it's a new artist. He's uh, recently been added to some Morgan Wallen tour dates. We'll tell you about him. Play the song. See what you think. Somebody's going to win a couple of tickets to see Old Dominion on the No Bad Vibes tour with uh, Kip Moore and Kylie Morgan Saturday, November 4th in the Delta Center. Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. Brian Martin is the name of the guy that's up for vote for our Dump It or Dig It, brought to you by Baku Bikes. Uh, Brian Martin had music as part of his upbringing from an early age. His mom uh, sang background with uh, country artists like Farron Young, Allison Krauss, David Houston. She recognized that her son had talent uh, by the time he was six. By the time he was eight, he started singing at local festivals and fairs. As a teenager in high school, he stepped away from music to focus on working after school and summer jobs. Um, he became a rough network, roughneck working in the oil fields. He grew up in Louisiana. Um, and uh, he just wrote songs for fun. Uh, eventually, uh, one of his songs uh, took off called Beauty and the Struggle. Um, it went viral on TikTok. Two million views to date. 13 million streams on Spotify. Uh, he moved to Nashville, made some friends. He's been added to some Morgan Wallen tour dates. Uh, and this is the new single. We want to know what you think about it. It's called We Ride. And it just talks about uh, kind of the love of cars and where we go in them, or cars or trucks, uh, where we go in them and uh, how they give us a feeling of freedom. So uh, text us, 385-292-1043. Dump it or dig it. Brian Martin, We Ride. Uh, somebody's going to win two tickets to see Old Dominion, the No Bad Vibes Tour in the Delta Center on November 4th. Pretty simple to call the studio as well. You just do that same number that you would text. Uh, both will get you either way here, and we want to know what you think about it. Again, our Dump It or Dig It, Brian Martin. Always alone for the ride. We ride down to the creek by the water. I've been baptized by the preacher's daughter. Lucky for me, no, he never caught us so. Oh, we ride to the bar by Levy. 85 jacked up square by Chevy. Blanket in the back when it gets hot and heavy. Sippin' on apple pie, moonshine And I'll be gone by the morning light Yeah, cause I've been known to write a few songs Lovin' and leaving and gettin' too stoned Bottle and a pistol by my side There was always a long for the ride We ride across state lines Rubbin' two nickels just trying to make a dime Make a living out of gas so high Oh, we ride Like a holly on a two-lane Palomino 
Brian Martin, and you spell his name in case you want to search for it. It's B-R-Y-A-N. Brian Martin. Song called We Ride, Dump It or Dig It. Song up for vote this morning. What do you think? Uh, Tracy says Dig It. It has that toe tap and campfire rhythm. Uh, Heather Miller, love this song. Dig It. Stephen Coleman, Dig It. I like it when I give my girlfriend rides. Okay. <laughs> in in the in the car. It doesn't say Dave. Car truck. Morning uh, morning the Z. Who is this? It's Jeff. All right, what do you think? Uh dig it. He's on it. Happy Monday. Thanks, man. Uh if the station keeps playing rock music, it'll no longer be a country music station. Dump oh. it. Uh Mike Massey says I dig it. Tanner Harrison digging it. Keegan says dig it. Uh dig it. I love it from Alvina. Gia Jones dig it. Jaden Fitzlaff says dump it. Uh, dig it, love it, good song from Trissa. Sorry to bother. Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, dig it from Amber Allen. Uh, Molly Tonga says dig it. Caden Allgaier, I dig it, way good song. Dig it to Kathy Iverson, Colleen O'Brien, Alex Zimmerman. Uh, Jamie Rex says dump it. Mel Bernard digging it. I love this. Apple Pie Moonshine, uh, so good. Dig it. Chris Bennett, uh, dig it. Melissa Smith, Amy White. Uh, Cody Casto says, dig it. Chanda Abney says, sure. Uh, Laura Facer, love it, dig it. Uh, Chad Jenkins, dump it. Madison Taylor says, dig it. Uh, dig it, love his voice. Natalie Philby, digging it. Dig it from Thomas Bruckman. Uh, dig it, love his voice. Bronte Houghton says, uh, dig it. Ashlyn Jessup, I'm not sure about this one. It resembles another song too closely, but I can't put my finger on which one. Uh, this is T-Bone, love it, dig it, about time. Dig it, I like the meaning behind it. Dig it, what a catchy song. Uh, this one is got a cool sound. Randy Richardson, Jen Zuspin, love this guy. He's incredible. Dig it. Danny the Trucker, been digging this one for a little bit now. Tim Burgess, a good beat, great voice, definitely a dig. Paul at Car Concepts, uh, dig it, great lyrics. Kim Massey, dig it, wow, what a voice. Really like this one. Let's dig it from Cade. Hell yeah, I need more of this man. There won't be any dumps. This is a dig. Uh, Wyatt Rindlisbacher, dig it. I've had this song downloaded for a while and I love it. Noel G says, dig this. He has a gritty, sexy voice. Who'd you say he opened for? Uh, he's been added to some Morgan Wallen tour dates. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Jen Wayburn says, dig it. Tanya Chavez, dig it. Amanda Baker, I love it. Definitely dig it. Immediate dig. Jamie Hatfield says, dig it. Uh, Melissa Atwood, dig it. Dig it like his voice. Kim Dixon. 
Uh, Melanie Faria says, dig it. Already listen to this all the time. Super catchy. I'm going to say 90-10. Kasia just joining us. So many digs and a few dumps in there. Brian Martin, We Ride. And Our he, dump it or dig it. He had a song that was uh, doing really well on iTunes. Uh, Fafo. Fafo. F-A-F-O. Uh, F around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's okay. the same guy. Um, I not, would have to. I'm afraid we would have to hit the bleep button. Yes, not playable. Right. Uh, but perhaps you can enjoy it in the comfort of your own home. Even that particular song had uh, one word that was edited out as well in the middle, but you didn't catch that because it was uh, the radio edit. But we want to know what you. Uh, <clears throat> oh no, we need to do the little random guess thing here. So let's uh, roll the music. And when the music stops, Deb will stop uh, her little scrolling finger. And don't be don't be uh, fooled by the false stops. Oh, Dave, don't more. do that to me. Okay, one more. Could have, could have. No, still rolling. No, no, bounce off. <laughs> Jason Grant. Uh, Jason Grant, uh, the scroll ended up on your name. And uh, you have won tickets for Old Dominion, the No Bad Vibes Tour, Saturday, November 4th in the Delta Center. Go to Ticketmaster.com or Z104Country.com for a ticket link. We'll have another Dump It or Dig It tomorrow morning, 820, uh, right here on Z104. Brought to you by Baku e-bikes and scooters. Get ready for the hunts. The industry leaders in elite fat tire electric bikes and scooters. All the way from the Mini Badger scooter for just scooting around town uh, to the Storm Jaeger full suspension bike taking deep into the backwoods. Everything in between. Baku offers fun for the whole family. Check it out. They also have some incredible floor models and demo models uh, where you can save thousands as well. B-A-K-C-O-U, Baku.com. Combs and the kind of love we make. Maybe you have been uh, sitting next to someone in either a bar or a restaurant and they were doing a conversation, you know, it's like, oh, did you hear the kind of love we made last night? <laughs> what have you, what have you overheard? What is the, um, oh, what is that man. conversation that you've either heard, overheard at a bar or a restaurant table? Um, you know, and especially if you're a server, I mean, you can only imagine the stories that you would hear as a server as you're sort of standing yeah, there. I think bartender or hairdresser. You probably know a lot about your clients. We want to hear it. We want to hear the dirt. Yeah. We want to hear the scoop. Do you have anything? I am trying to think of what's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I mean, we all hear the typical stuff. You know, you hear the the politics. You hear somebody, you know, we hear stuff like that. But it's what is what is that? Uh, what's the craziest conversation you've overheard? Maybe you've heard about someone who is giving you the scoop on an inside work embezzling thing or something or something that's come up uh, that Mm -hmm. HR have. (laughs) (laughs) Not recently, but (laughs) kind of recently, you know. Uh, Anything kind of heated. Maybe it's illegal. Maybe anything gross. That you've heard? Uh, what is that uh, conversation you may have heard at a bar or restaurant? Call or text safely. 385-292-1043 is our number. Uh, in the meantime, while we're doing that, let's talk about pumpkin spice season. Top pumpkin spice, uh, food spice in each state. Googled um, Google Trends, of course. They release these things. 
it's super easy for them because they all they have to do is just look at all of the data and go, okay, here's what Utah Googled the most. Are you uh, into the pumpkin spice mode yet? I I have. I mean, I mean, I'm burning the pumpkin candles. Uh, I've got the hoodies back out. You know, I've got the flannel shirts back out. I've got. I told you, I tried the the cream pumpkin spice chai latte whatever at Starbucks, and it was delicious. I uh, I well, I mean, when you say pumpkin spice mode, then you just went into some fall items, like some. You know, I mean. Yeah, I've got. Dave, it's uh, the same thing. <laughs> well, I'm trying to catch up with your lingo. All right. Okay. When you say pumpkin spice mode and it means uh, hoodies, stuff like that, then yeah, I ha- I think I've gotten into that. I did buy up there at Swiss Days in Midway. Uh, what was it? A week ago or something like that. I ended up going into this little Swiss bakery vendor thing that they had, and I ended up buying two pumpkin spice cupcakes. Mm. With cream cheese frosting on top, oh, and it yum. was de- it was delicious. Well, Google Trends released its annual pumpkin spice report, including the food each state is googling more than other states, and they broke it down into five categories. First category was baked goods. Eighteen states. A lot of uh, people are searching for things like pumpkin spice cake, donuts, pie, scones. Virginia is really into pumpkin spice. Uh, English muffins, which I have, by the way. Tried those and they are delicious. Um, Thomas brand, you seen those in the? I have grocery. not. I'll have oh, to have try you not? It. Yeah, Thomas they brand. Sell them here. I, I have seen them. This okay. was last year, though, not All this right. year. Thomas has been selling them since 2015. So look for that brand. I will. Sweets. Eleven states. Highlights include pumpkin spice red vines. Have you seen those in California? No, in California, I have not. Ori- pumpkin spice Oreos in Oregon, Nevada, Kentucky, and Rhode Island. And pumpkin spice rice crispy treats in Idaho. And then this is I mean, that's obviously what they Googled, but it's not just available there. I did I have seen the pumpkin spice Oreos in the grocery stores. Now snacks, uh seven states, pumpkin spice chips in Nebraska. Ooh. Uh haven't heard of that. Pop uh, popcorn in Alabama and a bunch of states are into pumpkin spice goldfish. Now, cereal. This is where Utah lands. Uh five states. Alaska. Utah, Missouri, Massachusetts, and Maine, all loving the pumpkin spice Cheerios. Have you had those? I have seen those. I haven't had them yet. Uh, Washington, D.C. is enjoying pumpkin spice Special K. That does sound good, though. Pumpkin spice Cheerios? Mm, delicious. Would you put sugar sugar on them? Absolutely, I would. <laughs> I put sugar on... Well, I don't put sugar on Captain Crunch. I was going to say it, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. But anything like Honey Nut Cheerios or Special K or... Anything like that, I'm going to put sugar right, on it. Right, And isn't it good when the cereal's all gone and that sugar goes to the bottom of the oh, milk yeah. bowl and then you're scraping up mm-hmm. a... Yeah, right. Uh, that's why you, I, at least have a, a radio That's like bot, why we both do. You know? Yeah. Nine states, pumpkin spice spam in Arizona. Oh, now that sounds nasty. Mm. Now this sounds good. Pumpkin spice cream cheese in North Dakota and Indiana. Delaware... Into their pumpkin spice deer jerky. Georgia wants pumpkin spice empanadas. Two states are now McDonald's does a pumpkin spice uh, uh, apple uh, pie, not apple. Oh, do they? Yeah, I think they do this time of year. Two states are searching for pumpkin spice Mexican food tacos in Minnesota. Pumpkin spice tacos in Minnesota and tamales in South Dakota. Uh, They also looked at a few other pumpkin spice categories. The top pumpkin spice scented products we're Googling 
include trash bags, deodorant, and toilet paper. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Any of those, actually. I haven't seen pumpkin spice in any of those. Have you? Nope. Uh, two top the uh, tops pumpkin pumpkin spice toiletries include toothpaste and body wash. Now these are all things people are googling, yeah. not necessarily that they're available. Okay, or, gotcha. Uh, the top pumpkin spice pet products we're googling include dog treats, kitty litter. Hey, that's not a bad idea. And pumpkin spice poop bags for when you're uh, out on that fall walk with Fido. <sighs> They're all good, good ideas. If they yeah. don't have them, maybe it's something that oh, somebody about, ought to look at. Somebody just reminded me, what about the pumpkin spice frosty at Wendy's? Came out last week. Mother pumpkin, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Taco Time has pumpkin spice empanadas. Yes, we Wait. bought the pumpkin spice Oreos. So good. What about, now, you mentioned that shake. Is that the same one where they actually have chunks of crust in it, too? No, that's the Blizzard. That's, that's the, okay, that's the, Dairy, the Queen. Dairy Queen Blizzard. This is the Frosty. Okay. Pumpkin Man. Spice Frosty. Yeah. That is uh, that is Mother Pumpkin worthy. <laughs> that Dairy Queen one. I don't know if they do that already yet or not. We'll have to kind of look it for that. Uh, my, my Dairy Queen got ripped down. Oh, really? So I don't have a Dairy Queen close to me, but... I'm going to drive and find one sometime this season. Yeah. You know, some of the other ones that are biting the dust is I've seen Sonics kind of going away. I've seen some Burger Kings going away. Yeah. In uh, several areas. Have you, what's your what's your pumpkin spice that you've tasted so far this well, season? I haven't had any pumpkin spice so far. Okay. Nothing? I Nothing. Not yet. Have you heard? Have you overheard any uh, gossip or juicy stories by eavesdropping at a restaurant? Or we got a few of those or coming a bar. in. <laughs> that you can remember. I I overheard somebody talking about how they want to divorce their spouse. Oh boy! And did it? Did they say why? No. What were their names? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> they were strangers i just heard you know just like i'm gonna ask him i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it so obviously she was talking to a friend who knew that she'd been thinking about this so and they needed to get out and she needed they to were, get that support she was making plans yep she was she getting was her support plans. system she in place telling her yeah this is what i'm gonna do but wow for the reasons i have no idea and you know what the guy's doing? He's out on the he's out at work, and they're like, "How's everything going with you and your wife?" Good. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yep. He has no clue what's coming. No, we're good. You guys talk about now. Nah, we're we're good. We're good. All right. Judy, so, she's solid. <laughs> Judy's having drinks with Betty uh, and telling her she's leaving him. Yeah, but we're good. We're good. I didn't, Bob. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Blindsided me, Judy. Sunny and eighty-six. Uh, it is. A, it will feel a little like pumpkin spice season coming up later on in the week when we hit seventy-six for our high on Thursday and seventy-nine on Friday. Uh, right now it's sixty-five and sunny downtown. Everything in the world's alright now that everything's made with pumpkin spice. Mother pumpkin, yeah, yeah. Kelsey Ballerini, if you go down, I'm your ride or die. I'm right there with you. I'm going down, too. A uh, question asked earlier uh, whether maybe you are a uh, bartender or a waitress or maybe you've just been next to somebody. What is the craziest 
conversation that you have overheard. Maybe it's been a heated one, an illegal, gross, uh, uh, or just a nice, juicy one. Uh, my ex's father died. His last wish was to have his ashes spread at his cabin. The oldest daughter wanted him buried at the cemetery. So to please the father and the daughter, the brother took ashes from the fireplace to the cemetery and then poured the father's ashes at the cabin. Wow. So it wasn't really the ashes of the father. Right. Just some ashes from a fireplace and then... At the cemetery. At the cemetery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Please don't say my name. I work somewhere we do deliveries. I had a guy call me and tell me he wanted to order flowers for his daughter-in-law that just had a baby. He wanted to write on the card, love you lots, baby girl, love always, papa. And then went on to tell me that they agreed that her husband, his son was going to be known as dad, and he was going to be known as papa, grandpa, even though he was the biological father. What? I had to have him repeat it. Sure enough, he confirmed he was the father to his daughter-in-law's baby. What? Uh, I was in shock for a good while after this conversation. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me that, that, uh, uh, what what the crap's his name? The one, the guy, the, the 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 wife ended up missing, and the guy had the two boys, and he set the house on fire, and uh, uh, the the oh, grandpa was Susan really Powell. yes, yeah, he wasn't the dad of the kids. No, no, but, but he but he was creepy he was that creepy. way. He was creepy that yes. way with his uh, daughter in law. Weird. Oh man, that is a weird one. Uh, the craziest conversation you've ever heard. Let's see. Uh, go to went into a truck stop diner. Go into a truck stop diner. Truckers will be on their phones talking loudly, people staring at them. I see this a lot at the Lake Point Denny's inside the Flying J truck stop. Uh, I did get a glimpse of what seemed to be a trucker having an argument with his boss. Okay? Now, this isn't an overheard conversation, but speaking of truck stops and Denny's, it se- uh, there have been uh, at least a, a one occasion that I have... And I know that this probably goes on where a trucker comes into town. He has little special friends <laughs> that they, <laughs> they call. The trucker pulls up in the parking lot. The special friend got a girl in every goes, city goes into the goes into the the sleeper cab. Yeah, you know, and you're like, oh boy, it's the lot lizards, <laughs> right? Isn't oh, is that, that what, what they call? Isn't them? that what they're called? Oh, probably so. I think they're lot, they had a I name. Think they're lot lizards. I thought they were called hookers. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Not a hooker. I'm a lot. I'm a lot lizard. lizard. All right. This is not headline news. The escaped Pennsylvania murderer, who's evaded police for almost two weeks, has been spotted a few times. Experts believe he remained out of sight over the weekend by going in theaters showing my big fat Greek wedding three. The U.S. is experiencing a laxative shortage, most likely because that Delta passenger from last week used them all up on one flight. In sports, the first Sunday of NFL football went down yesterday. Evidently, the Cincinnati Bengals didn't get the memo. And Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics turned 71 on Saturday. He celebrated with a new song, Sweet Dreams Are Made of Watching Reruns of CSI. This is not Headline News. Bury me in Georgia. KB, big old Georgia football fan, too, as well, obviously. He's a big fan all the way around. NFL football kicking off over the weekend. Actually, I guess it kicked off officially last Thursday, didn't it? 
But uh, over the weekend, uh, Sunday night football, Monday night football kicks off tonight. Tonight on Monday night football, the Bills and the 2.5 point underdog Jets clash in a game with an over under 45.5 combined points. Will Josh Allen attempt over under 30 passes? Will the Jets defense give up over under 21 points? Will Aaron Rodgers consume ayahuasca and hallucinate over under four sky demons? And will I get over this gambling addiction of mine? All of those questions except one will be answered tonight on Monday Night Football. There you go. Did you see the Giants lost by... What, a a horrendous four, amount. Was it 40 to nothing last oh, night? Oh, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, right? Yeah, I quit watching it. But I just thought, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> they really should have a, uh, a two, uh, what do you call it, four touchdown rule. Can't really say two, but anyway, um, because, I mean, the Utes came back, and they were down and came back with two touchdowns and ended up winning the game against Baylor, and so... But you know that you, you know the uh, score cap. What do they call that now? How come it's left my mind? You go uh, the something run run rule, uh, the ten run rule, in some sports. They'll say, look, uh, if once you get up by uh, ten runs in, uh, like softball or or baseball or something, this is in the younger or you age just don't group. keep score or yeah at all, and everybody gets a Capri everybody, Sun. No, you don't even get a treat. You just no? play and you go home. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like so boring. I know, right? Um, well, well, we got a pretty good country going on here. If you've lived in other countries or you've done a lot of traveling, where would you rank America among the places you've been? Well, and now have you have you lived anywhere outside the country? Well, I, I lived in France from when I was two to four, but I have no opinion on. Uh, you remember anything? The, no, I don't remember. I just vaguely here and there. I remember a park that I used to go to. I remember the nanny we had. Yeah, nanny? I, well, I told you the story. So my mom was pregnant. My dad was not a kid's person. Uh, Never and, really was. <laughs> no. And my mom was pregnant, and she kept getting crap from the doctors because she was gaining so much weight. And they're like, you've got to quit eating all the bread and all the pastries. And she's like, I'm trying. And she just thought... Well, she went into my brother was delivered, and they're like, "Well, there's an there is another baby in there." Oh, so she had so twins, and there they were giving her crap about yeah. being so big. And I was like eighteen months, and then she had twins, and my dad not a helper. So they got this French maid, French nanny, yeah, to take my care over right. while she did the twins. So, but I I vaguely remember her. I vaguely remember this park we used to go to. But that's all. Yeah. I don't have any opinion on if, uh, uh, France. I've lived in Canada for a little while, but other than that, outside of that, I really haven't lived in any particular countries. Uh, now, the U.S. News and World Report, they put together a comprehensive ranking of the best countries in the world based on metrics, things like uh, quality of life, adventure, education, business, economics, heritage, and culture. It also includes attributes like social purpose, which is caring about human rights, the environment, gender and racial equality, religious freedom, property rights, animal rights, and social justice. Uh, in the end, America is number five. These are the 10 best countries in the world, according to this survey that U.S. News & World Report did. Coming in at number 10, the Netherlands. Number nine, the U.K. New Zealand. Germany. Number, Japan. number seven. Japan, konnichiwa. Uh, the U.S., number five. And then you've got the uh, Australia. 
Number three is Sweden. And then Canada, eh? And Switzerland, uh, number one. Number one, best country in the world. 87 countries met the qualifications to be included on this year's list. Of them, the country that came in very last out of 87 was Iran. Now, Belarus is second to last, followed by Lebanon, Kazakhstan. 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 uh, Uzbekistan. 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 (laughs) Uh, Serbia, Honduras, uh, Myra. Myanmar. Myanmar. Uh, Algeria and Cameroon. United Arab Emirates is 19. It's the only country in the Middle East to make the top 25. China is number 20. India is 30. Saudi Arabia is 31. Mexico is 33. Now, for what it's worth, Russia has been sliding in recent years, obviously, but it's still number 37. Ukraine, 68. That surprises me that Russia is that high. Yeah. Yeah. Surprises me that I actually got close to some of those names. In pronunciation, as much as as much as I want to be known as the expert in genius in uh, geography uh, and uh, uh, countries around the world, top five reasons America uh, is way better than Switzerland. Our cheese doesn't have holes in it. Okay. See, there's that. How many workout playlists have yodeling? Mic drop. <laughs> Our letter U doesn't need dots over it for attention. Okay. Uh, the Avengers have a, uh, or do the Avengers have a captain Switzerland? No. no. I think not. No. And the top reason America is way better than Switzerland. Who needs the Alps when you got Dolly Parton? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, just this morning, things I overheard. Uh, when I pulled into the office parking lot, a lady in a minivan toking on a cigarette with her window down Kept telling whoever she was speaking to to F off repeatedly. Wow. Uh, Here's one for you that me and my friend heard in a restaurant. Uh, We were in a booth. The booths had high backs. In the next booth over, there were two guys talking. One guy was being very loud about his conversation, how single he was, how easy it is to get a woman in bed, and he was going on and on into details of how to do it to persuade her of taking her out on a date, what he expected and what he wanted out of the date. It went on for 45 minutes. Wow. My friend and I are single women and we're laughing and we're so pissed off about the conversation. He was very arrogant. On top of it all, he was not that good looking. He was very fat. And I <laughs> I feel sorry for any woman who he's taken out or he will take out. Wow. Wow. Uh, I work at a kitchen in a middle school and overheard a kid talking to his friend saying, at least your mom isn't a whore and cheating on your dad. Wow. Uh, that's all I got. Isn't that something? But for sure, I wanted to hear more. That's sad. <laughs> it is sad, actually. Yes. Wow. Well, we'll take some more of your comments. What have you overheard at uh, wherever? Really doesn't matter. We figured that bartenders and uh, restaurant servers and hairdressers probably would hear the most, but maybe you've heard something that you want to share with us. Uh, you can call or text safely, our text or call, uh, uh, studio line available for you. Coming up, we're going to find out if you've been carrying your laptop wrong. If you Come think on, about people. It. Learn how to carry your laptop. And have you noticed other people will tell you if they've been carrying it wrong as well? All right, keep that in mind, because that Riley Green song is coming up here in just a second. (laughs) (laughs) 
Latest there from Jordan Davis. Tucson, too late. Um, it's not too late to catch uh, Monday Night Football because tonight's the first night uh, for kicking it off here. Aaron Rodgers preparing, uh, of course, uh, for his uh, Jets debut quarterback uh, or quarterback uh, debut. And um, this is uh, this is what they've put together. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. <laughs> the new song. Sing it, everybody. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Now, you may uh, you know, want to tune in and see how uh, they play in Elton in uh, Monday Night Football tonight. I'm kind of anxious to see, too. I want to see if Aaron, you know, everybody's going to... The preseason was just... I mean, that's like practice. They're like yeah. practice games, you know? Uh, Utah's own Zach Wilson, of course. We want to. I want to see if he if he does a little backup, or if they're just going to be if it's going to be a tight enough game that they'll keep Aaron in the whole uh, time uh, or not. But hey, also some uh, interesting news when it comes to um, football players. A Michigan teen's story gained some popularity uh, because his feet are so big. How big are they? His feet are so big. That he is unable to afford and find shoes that fit him. In fact, it was uh, making it difficult for him to play football for his high school. And listen to this. Thankfully, Under Armour and Puma stepped up to give the teen uh, size 23 shoes. Now, my little teeny... Uh, <laughs> my little t- you, what did you think I was going to say my shoes, little teeny feet. shoes feet yes, uh, my little teeny shoes of uh, men's nine uh, could fit I could fit both of them in a size 23 like I, I remember when uh, remember when I used to cover the jazz yeah stuff yep um, I was able to uh, see some of those si- and, you know you see size 17 you see size 18 you know and you're just like what the and yeah, and and the size of the shoe, I'm. But you also see the size of the body as well. Right. I mean, it's all proportionate. But man, they they need some big size um, water skis on the bottom of this a uh, big old body. But um, they've uh, put this whole together. Here, here is Eric Kilburn or Kilburn Jr. talking about how great it is. To have shoes that fit him for the first time. I've been worried for so long, like, what am I going to do when I grow out of 22s? But Under Armour's came up with the solution. Uh, It means everything to me. Just having shoes that don't cause blisters or just pain on my feet would mean everything. Just mean the world. That is awesome. That is cool. And uh, especially with Under Armour. Stepping up. I was glad it wasn't the other N brand. Oh, Dave. <laughs> but Under Armour. By the Armor, way, Under Armour doesn't start with N. Uh, no. <laughs> Under Armour is not start with N. Uh, and neither does Puma. So both of them actually <laughs> stepped up and helped out. So I, I, I know that there are families out there that probably have um, birthdays that are kind of close to the same. Or maybe they have birthdays in the whole... Uh, like in say for instance the whole month it's pretty odd and weird or unique to have an entire family share the same birthday 
There really is an entire family. It's already passed. It was August 18th, their birthday. They celebrated their birthday after a couple's twins were born on the same date as them. Wow. The father, Jose Irvin, talked about having uh, babies uh, were being delivered by C-section, and they used uh, that as an opportunity uh, to all share a birthday. August 18th, my son came out at 12.35 in the morning, and my daughter came out at 12.36 in the morning. It was a C-section. One of our kids was reached, so they had to C-section her. They're fine, and she's fine. I would love for them to come on our birthdays. I can't wait for next year to for us all to like celebrate our birthdays together. I would love to take them out of town and do something great for them, you know, like Disney World or something like that. Isn't that, that cool? Pretty unique. Wow. Mom and dad had the same birthday, and then the twins were born on the same day, so they can uh, sell it. Uh, you know, the nice thing about it really is just one cake. <laughs> <laughs> one very big cake. That's the way I look at it. Remember when you and I did the uh, Packy uh, the Packy chip? Packy chip. Yeah. And we did that challenge, and, and I broke off, what, maybe a, a half an inch? Oh, yeah, maybe it was a, tiny. Just a little teeny tip. I just, I, I did, uh, and it was, and you did about the same, right? Yes. We didn't dare. We had one chip. It's the Packy's One Chip Challenge product no longer will be available in stores. And this is why a 14 year old boy died from eating one. That is very so quiet sad. kid when you first meet him. Not a child of many words. Very smi- smiled, very positive. So it was, it was definitely difficult. It could cause difficulty with breathing. I think it could cause issues with the esophagus. Isn't that crazy? That is, that was so rough sad. though. I just had a little tiny, tiny, yeah. tiny piece. Yeah, the challenge is, uh, involves eating a spicy chip containing Carolina Reaper and Naga Viper peppers. Uh, and of course, uh, that's the high school basketball coach. Uh, Douglas Hill that you heard talking there about the passing of Harris uh, Wadabaugh and uh, Dr. Lauren Rice speaking on how the chip can affect a person. Wow! So you want to be super, super careful when it comes to that. And now a game that pits man against woman. Play Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. Call now to win. 385-292-1043. All right, we have tickets for Old Dominion up for grabs. Uh, They'll be here Saturday, November 4th. uh, Delta Center with Kip Moore and Kylie Morgan. So uh, get ready to win. We need a guy and a girl. Three eight five two nine two one zero four three. Morning. What's your name? Hey, it's Alyssa. Alyssa, how the heck? You good? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I just was listening to the radio too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds well like a no. We're just uh, yeah. Listen to your phone, not your radio. There's a delay. Hold on a second. We'll see if we can't get you a guy. All right. Okay. Morning, the Z. Are you a dude? Yes, I am. What's your name? My name is Tim. Tim. Tim and Alyssa. Alyssa, we're going to go first, okay? Okay. Uh, protein powder is great for building muscles. What is it typically made from? Whey, wheat, or palm oil? <laughs> Sorry, what was the first one? Whey, wheat, or palm oil? Okay, it's whey. Yes. Yeah. Whey. Whey. I don't know why she has to say the H. Because there's an H in she there, goes, David. I know, but you, there's... What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's why. Tim. 
Yeah. What's the name of Ariel, the mermaid's love interest in Little Mermaid? Is it Robert, Frederick, or Eric? Eric. Yep. All right. Tied at ones. Alyssa, which was the first football team to win the Super Bowl at its home stadium? The Buccaneers, the Chiefs, or the Rams? Um, is it the Chiefs? The Buccaneers in 2021. <sighs> All right. Here we go. Your turn. Ready? Yep. One Direction parted ways in 2015. Hang on. This really calls for music. (laughs) Uh, One Direction parted ways in 2015. Which of these singers was never a part of the boy band? Liam Payne, Charlie Puth, or uh, Louis Tomlinson? I could barely hear what you said over the music. Oh, sorry. Liam Payne, Charlie Puth. Or Louis Tomlinson, which of these Louis singers Tomlinson. is was never part of the band? Louis Tomlinson. Actually, it was Charlie Puth. All right, Alyssa. Actually, that was just gave me an excuse to listen to a little One Direction. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, Lex Luthor is Superman's enemy. What is his name short for? Lexicon, Alexander, or Alexis? Um, I think it's short for Alexander. Yes, Alexander Luthor. All right, we got to get this, Tim, to hang in there for a tie. Red uh, red roses uh, symbolize love. What do yellow roses symbolize? Friendship, grieving, or apologies? Oh, geez, I should know this one. Yeah. Uh, Grieving. No, it's actually friendship. Yeah. Um, that means Alyssa's our that's winner. Friendship. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice <laughs> Alyssa, try. you are going to see Old Dominion, the No Bad Vibes tour in the Delta Center on Saturday, November 4th. Special guests Kip Moore and Kylie Morgan going free on the Z, okay? Thanks so much. Good job, you guys. Thanks for playing along with Battle of the Sexes. We do, do it around this time every morning. And uh, maybe you can all head off and have just a little bit of some uh, water from uh, Gatorade. You know, because we yeah, talked about that, selling right? water now. They do. What? Now, we talked about the liquid death, right? Yes. Liquid death comes in this really cool-looking can. You open it up. It's water. Yep. Gatorade. Now, such a brilliant idea. Introducing Gatorade Water. Now, we know what you're thinking. Gatorade is all about neon colors and bold flavors, right? Not this time. Gatorade Water is as pure as a mountain stream. It doesn't have any neon colors, and it doesn't have any flavors. In fact, it tastes just like good old tap water. But what sets it apart? That cool orange logo. It's like a dash of excitement in your life without the sugar rush. We believe in transparency. We believe in giving you what you want. Hydration without the frills. But here's the kicker. Gatorade Water is not a product of corporate greed. It's a product of corporate honesty. So if you're tired of neon colors, bold flavors, and corporate shenanigans, give Gatorade Water a try. It's refreshment, simplicity, and truth in a plastic bottle. Gatorade Water, because sometimes less is more. Luke Bryan, what she wants tonight here on the Z, Utah's number one country station with Dave and Deb hanging with you here on a Monday morning. Getting your week off to a good start, hopefully. Coming up, we also have the uh, next... uh, Word in our phrase that pays at 10 o'clock. Keep track of all five words at 8, 10, 2, 4, and 6 all day long. That is the digital uh, Disney magical phrase that pays. And tomorrow morning at 7.30, you get through his caller, Z. Give us that phrase. Win a family four-pack to the happiest place on earth. Heck, yeah. This guy, 
I'm going to read you this thing, and I started to read it, and then I thought, uh, and I know that. Let me find out. Let me let me uh, see. Stop me when because this was made out to you and I. It's okay. an email. It says, right. "Hey, Dave and Deb." Oh, I hate these. I know, and it's. <laughs> I'm only going to refer to him by the name of Travis. Okay. All right. Okay. But he says, "Hey, Dave and Deb," uh, and and I want you to stop me with one of the first questions that pops into your head when I start talking about this. All right. Okay. This may seem like a weird question, but that's what you're here for, right? LOL. But how would you suggest I convince my girlfriend to give me her passwords to her Snapchat and email? We're both recent grads in our twenties. You don't need your you don't need her passwords. No. Okay. We're in our twenties trying to navigate this whole adult thing, balancing relationships, building our careers. We've been seeing each other now for about a year, and there's been this underlying trust issue from the jump. So I believe, as a sign of honesty, she should be able to give me uh, access to her social media if I want it. Nope. Any other question come into your mind at this point? What about you giving her your password? That's what. <laughs> that's exactly what I was looking for because it goes on here. It says I haven't asked her yet, and I haven't figured out how. I can't really tell her. Hey, I don't trust you uh, when you say you're not talking to other guys. <clears throat> so, can I have your passwords without sounding like a psycho? If I'm honest, I would probably do one deep dive, and that's it. Yes. We're in an exclusive, meaning a deep dive into her phone and and into her socials Uh, without sounding like uh, or we're both exclusive relationship. Uh, She's always laughed any of this off. I'm beginning to think I'm just the naive, nice guy who looks the other way while his girlfriend makes a fool of him behind his back. I don't want to be I don't want it to be true, but I want to be able to go to sleep at night knowing she's not playing with me. Man, he's obsessed. So how do I phrase it so I don't come off as insecure and offend her? Now, hold on, I'm not done. And it says, what if she doesn't give them to me? I feel like that's proof that she's up to no good, (laughs) right? How did you have the conversation with your spouse uh, um, and how did it go? Do you have your partner's passwords? I guess they're asking us. Uh, Natalie uh, Dan said, if you're already having trust issues, it's already done. I agree. Says, if not, obviously it's not a red flag. So how did you get over the trust issue part? Um, I guess he's asking on our behalf or something like that. No, I, I uh, absolutely, my phone can, my wife can look into my phone anytime she wants. And I've told her that. And it's one of those things where... Uh, she's the same way. Um, it says, sorry if I've got a lot of, he finishes off by saying, sorry if I've got a lot of questions and I'm rambling, but thank you uh, for any help that you he can give me, Travis. He paranoid. Uh, bye, Felicia, is what I would tell him. Um, Chanda Abney. So, anyway, I just feel like when I started to read this and I didn't even finish the rest of the email, I was the same way as you. I thought, okay, dude, you it goes um, both ways, man. Nora Morley if says, if you're exclusive, then you both delete the apps that are no longer needed. If not, uh, kick her to the curb. Uh. Okay. Maybe she is on... Uh, now, there's other ways of, of finding out people's 
um, socials, right? I mean, he could go on a follower. He can see some of the conversations. Yeah, but you get, you get private Snapchat mess, Snapchat messages that aren't seen. So it's the DMs that you can't see, the, the club, other stuff. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, yeah. Snapchat is kind of a private thing unless you make it More, public on yeah. your account. By accepting uh, yada yada, right? Yeah, but it can be just a private little, uh, like you said, a DM kind of a thing. Where, but I mean, if he doesn't have any reason for, he just wants it. I know. And if he's not willing, not once in that whole email Did does he, he say, say, "I'll give her mine." Yes. No. I mean, why wouldn't he, he come he out? He just I'm not... sounds super obsessive and paranoid to me. Yeah. And uh, look, Dave and Deb don't Clingy. play. We only play. Yeah, we uh, don't know. Uh, therapist on the radio. But he just sounds super clingy and obsessed and paranoid. Any other comments on it? Um, just, uh, it's just uh, it's one of those that I think, unless you're willing to go both ways, like he should say, hey, I'll give you, uh, He maybe he should just come out and bring the conversation up. Like, if do you feel like you would like to have access to my phone? And um, if you do, then here you go. Here are my passwords to my socials, to whatever else. And then maybe it will force a conversation to say, I'm okay with giving you mine, too. It's fine. Brad Gull says, I think he's been treated bad in prior relationships, possibly more than once. That will be one of the issues for trust issues. Or has he been on the other end and been the cheater in the relationship? That can cause trust issues. I think he has to be open and honest with her, regardless of the side of issue he's on. Uh, Kylie Elizabeth, I've been married for three years. Never thought about being worried about my husband's social media. Trust is trust. He will lose the trust by asking for access. Uh, Let's see. My wife and I have been married for over eight years. We don't know each other's social media passwords. We do use a password manager that has a feature that allows either of us to access the other's account if something were to happen like death or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, Kim Massey, if you can't just hand your phone over, then you have something to hide and it goes both ways. Uh, that guy is a D-bag. Uh, I think the streaming is down. Lots of people asking us. Uh, we are working on that oh, right okay. now. All right. Um, anyway, I just uh, I wanted to throw that one out there. It just seemed like it was uh, one that maybe could go uh, a, a little both ways. But the one thing that kind of caught me at the very beginning is he says, we've had trust issues from the get-go, from from the jump. What did he but, say? But, what, no, what was this? but no examples. Yeah. No examples of, if, of why. And it seems to me like that's the bigger issue. Oh, here it is. Trust issue from the jump is what he said. And I think that's the bigger issue. You should have been talking about trust issues long before now. I, um, I, I mean, you should be able to have an open conversation about why you feel like there's trust issues and why she feels like there might be trust issues uh, long before you have to search into somebody's phone. Somebody says, I think instead of trying to tiptoe around it, he needs to have a real adult conversation. Tell her you don't trust her and work out a way to fix it. Make sure she knows you're serious so she doesn't laugh it off. Uh, Ryan Brock says, hell, I don't even know my passwords anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Celia says there's not a way to make it sound like he doesn't trust her, no matter how he phrases it. Yeah. Uh, He needs to give up his first, somebody else said. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Anyway, there you go. Dave and Deb, morning radio announcers and psychologists. Nothing. Psychiatrists. Associate, whatever you call them. We're back in a bit. Mother pumpkin, yeah!
Well, here we go. Jim Bob is up next, and he is going to take you through the midday stress, some uh, stretch. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same stress. thing on a Monday. Well, that's true, yeah. It has been nice to have you tuning in to us this morning. We were on the air for four days, so tomorrow <laughs> is Friday. I wish. Right? I wish it was. 154 bucks in the mystery sound that comes up in uh, 55 minutes from now at 1050. Uh, don't forget the next word in the Disneyland magical phrase that pays comes up at 10. We do it at 8, 10, 2, 4, and 6. Uh, tomorrow morning at 7.30, caller Z with the correct phrase is going to win a four-pack of tickets for the Disneyland Resort and qualify for the grand prize of a Disneyland Resort vacation, which includes a two-night stay at a Disneyland Resort hotel plus four three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. Hey, we got a concert announcement tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. And this is a big one. So a big one. You want to be here at 8 o'clock. I hear that a lot. Yeah, this is the big one. It's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, we appreciate you tuning in. Um, and uh, so long, farewell, adios, tofa, soy fua, of ofa, to. Au revoir, abiento. What else have we forgotten about? Uh, oh, Peter Zane. Yeah? Yeah. And goodbye. We'll be back at the crack. But tune in anyway. When I see my clock on the wall, that's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Stay well. Bye bye. Keep, Keep warm. Relax. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. A la prochaine. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye